0: Hi, I'm Jessica Schiller-Silverman, and I want to warmly welcome you to the Alive Podcast, where wellness and business come to life. I stepped away from a six-figure career in venture capital in San Francisco to start my own venture, all inspired initially from a podcast. Learn how in this powerful show full of golden nuggets that will help you learn how you can come alive in your creative prowess, While creating financial and energetic flow, each episode will uncover my secrets to debunking the starving artist myth. Come on, enjoy the ride, and come alive with me. Oh, hello. Episode 101. Sitting here thinking like, wow. Episode 100 with my husband, Ryan Silverman, was a loaded episode. And if you haven't had a chance to yet listen, it is one of my most proud episodes, not only for the fact that I finally feel like I stood in my truth, but it has now become one of the most downloaded episodes within a one week period. So I'm kind of struggling with like, how am I going to follow up with episode 101? But that's honestly, not the point, right? It's not the point that every episode needs to be an hour and a half or chock full of facts or massive value, right? It's just about showing up for yourself, showing up to the mic, showing up for you, using your voice in a way that truly matters for yourself, for your community, and for the collective at large. And You know, I get in my head a lot before I record the episodes, and that's exactly what came through me was, you know what, you're going to get this out today, even if it's at the last and the darkest hour, because the name of this episode is so apropos, how to find the light in the darkness. And it's funny, it's almost like every time I think about, well, what's the topic going to be of the next episode, the universe sends me signs, sends me challenges, sends me, (laughs) right? So many signals that not only is this the right episode, but you're going to really feel it when you're putting this out. And I say that because I woke up this morning and I've really been trying to get better about batch recording the episodes, but honestly, with everything going on, I'm struggling, I host a mental health podcast for a reason and I like to always be 100% vulnerable with each and every one of you that I'm not okay. And I say this because I want to give you permission to do the same. To feel sad if you're sad, to cry if you need to feel like you have to let it out. Honestly, I hadn't cried it's been a month, right? Since October 7th and my what's wrong with me? Like, why am I not crying? But everyone processes grief differently. And the other day, it just, I saw a picture of the last time I was in Israel and I just waterworks, like I just had to let it go. And it just, and honestly felt so good. It felt so freeing. It felt so releasing. Like, that is what I mean by this, this light in the darkness is when we turn on the light, when we face our shadow or the things that challenge us, right? The shadows among us. And we say, we're not afraid anymore of living in the dark, right? We turn on that light, we light the candle, right? We flip the light switch, not just physically in our world, but in our souls. In very, very simple, but yet profound ways. And that's what I want to talk about today is how this can really be simple. And I'm going to simplify it by only sticking to 10 minutes. This episode total is only going to be 10 minutes. I've got seven minutes more to talk to you about how to find the light in the darkness. And to just know that whatever I say today, I just allow spirit to run through me. I have three loose talking points, but I just allow the divine to dance within me and whatever is meant to come through will come through. And I pray and I know that it's exactly, you'll find exactly what you need from each and every episode. I'm going to call this a mini-sode, because that's just what it's going to be, a mini-sode. And from now on, I'm going to aim to release one of these at least once a month, because not every episode has to be, like I said, an hour and a half. I just get in my head so long, it's like I have to provide massive value. But no one says that time equals value, because in the universe, right, time is infinite. Time is a construct of the human design when really our ancestors told time, right? By the light of the sun and the darkness of the moon, right? As to when they had to settle in the circadian rhythms. And so I think opening with that as a way to talk about how to find light in the darkness is to find these circadian rhythms within our souls, to find that divine dance, to find the rhythm within you as to what feels good to you. If you're in your dark night of the soul moment, or you're finding yourself as I'm talking to so many women in my community and friends and family, both here in America, you know, Jews here in America and my family over in Israel is we're struggling as a collective, but the more we can find those glimmers, I believe I talked about this in one of my past episodes in the trauma-informed world. We talked about this concept called glimmers, the light In the darkness, that could be the 10 minutes you decide to invest in listening to this episode. It could be reaching out to a friend and saying, Hey, I'm not okay. Do you have a minute to talk? It could be connecting to a community where you feel safe to share, to be yourself, to be seen and to be heard exactly as you are. Or it could be a connection to something bigger than yourself. That's what I want to talk about today. These three ways to find the light in the darkness. Number one is a concept that, ever since I learned it, mm, just resonated so much with my soul that I never forgot these wise words begin again. No matter where you're at on this journey, no matter how much you've learned, how much wisdom you have, or the way that you've done things all of your life. What if we saw life through the lens of a beginner? Mushin is a Buddhist concept. Mushin called beginner's mind, right? Where we sort of cleanse ourselves from these stories, from our perceptions, from our judgments, from societal, right, standards and pressures. And we just see things with virgin eyes. So if you're struggling right now with whatever, right, is moving through you physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, right? How we find the light again is giving yourself permission to begin again, beginner's mind. I remember I worked with a mentor through the pandemic when I was really, really struggling in one of my dark night of the soul moments. And that's what he said to me. He said, every moment, every second, right? From when I started this episode to when I end this episode, right? We have... That's the gift that we have been given by God, by universe, by spirit is in each second in each microsecond. Even as I'm saying these words, you have the choice, you have the agency to begin again. You don't have to do things the way you've always done them. You don't have to think about things the way you've always thought about them. You don't have to do things the way your family or your lineage or ancestry has said, this is how it's done. You get to create. That reality, that new chapter, that blank slate, that blank canvas in every moment. It's just a beautiful concept, the beauty, right, of new beginnings. And I pulled, I pulled tarot cards to myself every morning. And I pulled that a couple days ago as I was thinking about what am I going to talk about this week that would like match, you know, the energy of episode 100. And again, it's really not about matching that, but I just love this concept of beginner's mind, right? The feeling that we get as we approach a new year. Or a new month, right? And why this thought even came to me is because a few days ago was Rosh Chodesh in the Jewish tradition, that is the new moon. Which, ironically, it does align with the new moon because the Jewish calendar is lunar, and so we as Jews follow the the lunar, right? the The calendar of the moon. And so that's so beautiful because I track, right? The new moon and the full moon, uh, the waxing and waning cycles, you know, as a woman, it is a beautiful ritual to feminize, right? Your experience to align with the energy of the moon. And what is the moon, right? The light of the moon, the moon is not right, but with the reflection of the sun, right? The, way, the reason we see the moon is because we see the reflection of the sun, meaning the light is always there even when it's dark. And just that concept alone is so empowering to know the light is always there, even when you can't see it. A song my mother used to sing to me when I was a little girl that I love so much was You Are My Sunshine. And I'm looking now at the time, it's nine minutes and 22 seconds. So I might go a couple minutes over because I really have some juicy nuggets to share with you today. But this song, You Are My Sunshine, you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. You'll never know, dear, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. And that song that I love so much as a little girl now reminds me of the fact that even when skies are gray, Right, even when we are faced with darkness, the light is always there. Again, in the spirit of, as I said, point number one begin again. Number two, be the light. I'm sure you may have heard the quote, I've seen it circulating a lot online lately. Right, when everything seems dark around you, you may be the light. You may be the light. Be that light. This episode is called How to Find the Light in the Darkness. Be that light, be that candle. Whether it's just smiling to a neighbor on the street, saying thank you to your mailman or to the person who rings up your groceries at the grocery store, a kind gesture, reaching out to a friend and saying, hey, how are you? Are you okay? This is something I've been talking about for the last month, right? If you are not Jewish, but you know someone Jewish, just reach out. No one's expecting anyone to take sides or to post, or to do the things that, that we are doing, right, as a collective, than I myself am doing to share truth, as it did in episode one hundred. But I just sort of had this, you know, expectation that that friends who are truly friends would reach out and say, "Hey, are you okay?" It's just compassion, as we talked about in the last episode, a kabbalistic concept called chesed, right, loving kindness, compassion for your neighbors. Be that light. Right, and magnetize those that are meant to bask in your energy. Not everyone is for you, not everyone will understand you. And something that I've had to do along this journey, especially the last month, is just let go of those that are not meant to be in my path, in my life, in my aura anymore, and just surrender to that. Not everyone's gonna know, not everyone's gonna understand not everyone's going to be there for you. And it's, it's these moments where you realize who's standing with me, who's with me, who gives a shit about me. Right. And these are the moments where I realize not only that I want to be the light regardless, but that that's my tribe. Again, another card that I pulled, I have it right here on my desk. I pulled last week, gathering your tribe It's from my native spirit deck. And I love native American culture and tradition so much that the painting behind me, uh, as I'm recording this episode in my office is of a native American chief. And he just embodies this energy of like the leader, the leader of his tribe, right? Gathering your tribe. And that's this energy of number two, be the light and magnetize those who are meant to bask in your energy. That's the embodiment that I am showing up with. Every single day that I'm going to be me and those that are meant to be in my world, who are magnetized by my energy, who speak my soul language, they will connect. They will reach out. I am hosting finally in January of next year. My Live Vibrant Sisterhood, again, it's a program I started back in 2018. I had a lot of health challenges last year. Wasn't able to run it again live. It started as a self-study program. And I'm so happy to reinvigorate this program again. A community where you can hopefully feel safe, because that's what I always wanted, right? A community with people who, as I said before, speak your soul language, where you feel safe to express your emotions. And you can feel seen and held in your truth. Just like here on this podcast, all my listeners, you're, you're already part of the community. But if you'd like to be part of a more immersive experience, get the chance to work with me personally and a beautiful collective of teachers, spiritual leaders, trauma-informed experts who are going to be there for you in community, in a collective to make you feel safe, seen and heard. I invite you to check it out. The page is not completely done yet, but you all on my podcast are going to get the first sneak peek, bit.ly backslash live vibrant 2024. I'm going to link it up in the show notes. I would be honored to have you. I would be honored to have you. And again, I only have a select number of spots. Hint, hint, stay tuned through the holidays. I'm going to have a special sale running, but again, That means everything to me. That is the light in the darkness is not only begin again, which is right. Being there for yourself, but then we have this collective energy, right. Of then having our spaces and places where we feel safe as Jews. Now as an Israeli, an American born to Israeli parents, I don't feel safe. There are very few. I'm in probably one community outside of the one that I host that I'm, I pay for that. I'm a part of, and I told her this the other day, I've been in the online world for eight, nine years now, and your community is the only place I feel safe right now. And I've paid for hundreds of communities. And so I vow, and I've had many of my members tell me the same thing, like your community is the only place I feel safe. And that is such an honor to hear, because that is my every intention. Lastly, number three, God consciousness. How do we find the light in the darkness is we connect to this super conscious energy, right? If we think about energy, right? We have unconscious when we have processes within us, right? Our nervous system is unconscious. Our organs are working in the background without our conscious awareness. Then we have consciousness, right? We have conscious awareness where we are aware that We are listening to this podcast right now. Maybe we're outside in nature and we hear the birds. We can see our environment through our five senses. And then there's this super conscious energy, super consciousness, which is connecting to something bigger than yourself, right? Bigger than a community, which is the connection to God, universe, spirit, a higher power, that divinely orchestrates this whole reality, right? Again, we think we are, we know everything as humans, but really, as Deepak Chopra says, I've heard him speak twice live, we are 0.0001% of this entire universe, right? Again, to me, that's not debilitating, that's so empowering. That means this grand divine design is so much bigger than ourselves. So the days where we get so stuck right in that darkness. And we can think beyond and say, you know what, God, universe, spirit, just pray a simple prayer of, Hey, God, universe, spirit guides, show me the way something I do every single morning. God, it's from a course in miracles. What will you have me do? Where will you have me go? Who will you have me meet? What will you have me say? It's what I do before I record every one of these episodes connecting to that God consciousness, because I have a firm belief That everything going on now, our diversion from the light, our immersion into this dark time that we're living in now is because we've strayed too far from the greatest light we can ever tap into, which is God, which is universe, which is spirit. And the more we divert from that, the more we don't know even ourselves, right? To know ourselves is to know God because we are created I believe we are all created in God's image. So to have a practice, a morning prayer, a way to even connect in nature, because that is God's creation. And I go on a walk. I just, I sit there and touch the leaves of a tree or put my hand on the bark to feel the stability of this tree that is going to outlast me. And is probably 200 years older than I am right now. That right there is a miracle. Treat everything as if it is a miracle. I believe that is from Albert Einstein. See each day as a miracle. This is the spirit of God consciousness. And you're alive. Being the Alive podcast, being alive is the greatest miracle that we all experience every single day, even when we're in pain, emotionally, physically, spiritually. You are alive for a reason. The day you were born is the day God decided He needed you. And every day you continue to wake up, he still needs you. So don't give up. Sending you so much love. Have a good day. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to share the love with somebody in your world that really needs this message today. And if you're feeling extra generous, I would absolutely love if you would subscribe to my show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and rate and review interested to know how this show has helped you come alive